Pulp MX Network production. You cast me, I'll complete me till What's up, guys? It's Alex Gray, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Wrap-Up Show. That's all we need is more fake news, Pulp MX bullshit. It's quality, not quantity, all right, man? Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Pulp MX Wrap-Up Show. I'm your host, Darkseid, from the Moto X Pod Show. This week, it's show number 415 with Tyler Medallia. Yes, that's how you say it. And Chad Goodwin in studio. I want to thank all of our sponsors, Guts Racing, which was established in 1990 as a premier off-highway seat manufacturing company, offering high-performance seat covers and foam for motocross, supercross, and off-road competition. Guts Racing has worked with every top rider at some point in their career, from Steve Lampson and McGrath in the 90s to Ricky Carmichael and James Stewart in the 2000s, and today with Rockstar Husky, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, and JGR Suzuki, along with many more. If it's style performance you want, you've come to the right place. Check out GutsRacing.com for info on the many products offered, such as Phantom Light Seat Foam. And of course, Michelin Motorcycle Tires has been on board with Pulp Mix for a long time, and now I'm excited to announce that Michelin Bicycle Tires is also a proud sponsor of the Pulp Mix Wrap-Up Show. In 1891, Michelin patented the first detachable B-Pneumatic Bicycle Tire, and to this day, Michelin continues to innovate and produce world-class podium finishing products for both road and mountain bikes. If you'd like to ride the same Michelin Bicycle Tires and Mountain Bike Legend, Cam Zink, and the 2019 EWS Champion, Sam Hill, stay tuned for more info about a Pulp Mix discount code on Michelin Bicycle Tires. And of course, follow them at Michelin Bicycle on Instagram and check out bike.michelin.com for all the details of Michelin's extensive range of bicycle products. And also a mention to motorsport.com. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket products. Riding gear, accessories are also available at motorsport.com. So check out their dedicated team of gearheads to have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good. Hashtag key for life. Whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street, make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Thanks to the sponsors. All the Pulp Mix sponsors go to pulpmixshow.com. Click on the sponsor links. Use the discount code. Save yourself some money. Get involved. Uh, like I said, if you guys uh, want to get involved with the show, you want to submit questions, comments, anything, anything for Hello Pookie, uh, it's darkside at pulpmx.com. Just had some time to record some stuff with Pookie recently. We've got a few more coming up. We're going to get a bunch of new material and start spreading out some Hello Pookies throughout the, uh, the next few shows. You know, get the, We're not going to do them every week, but if you guys want to get questions, comments into her, anything you'd like her to talk about, darkside at pulpmex.com. We'll get those going. All right, let's get to our next our guest for the night. It's going to be a good one. All right, first up, brought to us by Guts Racing, Mr. Tyler Medallia. Yes, that's how you say it, Steve. Medallia. What's up, T-Dags? Not too much, actually. I got some monkey butt from my uh, so much grip on my gut seats. Actually, I got some freshies. So, um, yeah, loving that. Right on. Yeah. I, I love my guts racing seat too, and also brought to you by Michelin Bicycle Tires. The, the one and only Randy Richardson is bringing us Gringo. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. What's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Top of the evening to you. Yeah, absolutely excited to have both you guys on. Uh, T-Dags is out in California. Gringo is heading through Alabama. So we got all different time zones going on here. But let's talk about show 415. Mr. Tyler Medallia in studio along with uh, his team manager, Chad Goodwin. Great co-hosts. We're going to do things differently this week, everybody. So what we're going to do is we'll give you a brief overview of the show. And I had each of these guys send me their top five uh, things that happened throughout the show. Gringo, you know, he cheated a little bit, gave me eight, but we're going to get into some of those things. Um, so this episode, obviously, very Tampa-heavy since that race just happened. Uh, all the usual topics, we had Brock Tickle on. Uh, let's see here, I'm pulling my notes up. I didn't even have them ready. I got to cut that shit out. All right, so 450 heavy. The show went four hours and 59 minutes because Tits Legendary runs a tight ship and he was ready to go home. Um, but again, the callers, the, the guests that night were Filthy Phil, Mike Emery, uh, and Will Hahn and Skip Norfolk was supposed to be on, didn't make it in. Tyler, did you ever hear why Skip didn't make it? Yeah, he said he wasn't feeling good. And yeah, I was kind of 
Tips was actually not feeling good as well. That's why he shut her down pretty quick. Because I'd spoken to Kiefer, and I was going to take over the after dark range. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my virginity story is actually pretty funny too. Um, yeah, so we were going to do dags after dark, but uh, yeah, she it just never happened. Well, I didn't try to. Maybe we need to tag that on to the end of this show. Yeah, we can. Well, that's, well, Gringo loved that. But before we get into your top fives and, and we get to Gringo, uh, obviously the usual segments, Motorsport, Tweet at Tits, Works Connection, Wheel Call, X-Brand Tear-Offs, and the Race Tech Rant, which I want to talk about. Um, but let's get into the first hot topic. Uh, T-Dags, you mentioned uh, because of Tampa, the sand section. That really didn't get a lot of talk on Monday's show that I heard, but on the review show Steve hated it. He hated the split lane. Uh, you know, JT didn't love it. Um, you know, you you didn't you watched it obviously, and you're a professional racer. What do you think about the sand section? I, I mean, it made a hell of a impact on the racing. Yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about it too much. They, they obviously weren't like big fans of it, but they it was hard not to be a fan of it because there was so much passing going on. Yeah, it would suck as a rider getting blasted with sand and going through a tunnel and getting dirty at a supercross, but. Tough shit, really, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I, I wish we had sand sections in ours. I, I mean, I, I love riding the sand. So, um, but yeah, I think I, I think like we talked about the the hay bales could could uh, we could have done without, but whatever, that was so good. Well, yeah, I thought, uh, Gringo, that, you know, I know, like I said, Steve and JT, and they didn't love it, but, like, I thought it was pretty great because you would see somebody go inside and have four or five bike links on the guy that was going outside, like an Eli Tomac, and then all of a sudden they'd be side-by-side. Gringo, do you think the sand section was good? I mean, do you think Steve and JT are wrong about that? Oh, yeah, I think they're wrong, but I loved it. It added so much more to the race, you know, watching it was obviously it was uh, it was a uh, Hard obstacle, man. Guys trying to figure out the way around it, you know, outside coming together on the exit. When I was watching it and qualifying, you know, it was interesting. I was wondering which way is this thing going to go, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And uh, I was just, uh, it was an added, it was an asset to the, uh, yeah, I thought so too. I think I think their main thought was that they didn't like the split lane of the of the sand section. But I, I think yeah, yeah. I think overall though that they were wrong. I think it was a really good section. I enjoyed it. Uh, and and you were there, Gringo. Oh yeah, I was writing. I was uh, looking directly when they were first come into the uh, sand section. They were coming straight on at me. I was right down there at the bottom. Hell yeah! Watch. When they made the turn. When they made the turn into the split, yep. I was I was right there watching them straight ahead. Nice. What were you trying to say, Tyler? I said he Gringo took a turn of that ten back to Claremont. I thought <laughs> he might have. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's talk. The all right, topic number two was a pretty interesting topic. It went on for a while, and both you guys put this in your top five. So we're going to talk about ATV riders. The Jersey situation and hot chicks all is one thing. The hot chicks that are apparently with for uh, quad riders. Um, yeah, I don't know much about quad riders, so I don't have uh, too much input on that. We're actually, I'm going to have a couple special guests here in a little bit after I talk to you guys that are quad riders that have some comments. But Walker Fowler, uh, the GNCC or the, the GNCC quad champion, national champion, was walking around Tampa Supercross in his number one jersey. Uh, and obviously we know that in moto it's it's a faux pas it's a fashion faux pas to wear your jersey or wear somebody's jersey um and everybody was pretty much busting on walker fowler he defended himself uh kind of mentioned that he was doing it for saint jude's and his nephew which i still don't really understand that part of it because i don't know that his jersey went to saint jude's um but gringo what do you think about that whole situation what do you think about what steve and the guys said what their opinions What's worse, JT, wearing your own jersey to an event or wearing a jersey backwards all day long? If there's any other reason than St. Jude's, I'm completely out, and he should just spend a night alone thinking about what he's done. But okay. if it's St. Jude's, then I'm, then I'm okay with it. Man, you're going to be disappointed. I, I, I found that part of the show a little, uh, you know, it didn't hold my attention so much. Okay. You know? If the dude, the dude, I wouldn't look. If you're asking me, I ain't going to win no jersey, my own jersey. Yeah. Unless I'm, you know, it's going to help me pull some 
know, you know, help me out with my with the ladies or something. I ain't gonna do that. That's the only excuse you got. Right. But as far as going on and on about it, I don't give a crap. You want to wear your own jersey? Go ahead. It gives the people something, you know, to talk about and laugh. But yeah, yeah, no, I I don't really give a shit if he wears his jersey or not. You know what I mean? Well, Gringo, do you think that people should be made fun of for say say I go to a race and I'm wearing. You know, a Kyle Chisholm jersey, right? He's one of my favorite riders. I, or or T-Dad. I wear a T-Dad. Yeah, yeah. If I go, should I be made yeah. fun of? Absolutely not. Okay. If I want to wear a fucking T-Dad jersey, I'm going to wear a fucking T-Dad jersey. Yeah, I need to get one fuck. of those. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People hung up on the still stupidest shit. Right. Okay. Fair, fair. Tyler, I mean, you're, again, you're a professional racer, so you're on that side of it. But you know the, the stigma of that. Um were they a little hard on Walker, or do you think that that's a legitimate uh, joke? You know, something to make fun of. I think they're they weren't uh, that hard on him, especially when he called in. He kept, like, he kept owning it, which was cool. I mean, there's no there's no problem with that. But I mean, like I'm a hockey fan, obviously. I wear I wear a Daniel Alberson Sens jersey. Like I I don't care about that, but I definitely wouldn't wear my own. Um, and it took him a while to get to the that it was first St. Jude. Yeah. Um, so just, it was just a little bit awkward. And it's like hard to say, you know what I mean? You don't really want to just tag on him, like, right about it, right to his face. Yeah, I mean, it's like, let's say if your buddy got out and he's got his, he got a boogie on his nose, right? You can tell him. You're not going to tag on him. Hey, Tyler, um, your your phone is still, it's going in and out, and it's pretty quiet. Is there, are you just in a bad spot, or? I'm not, I didn't even oh, move. So it, it got, that's perfect right there. Hopefully we can keep that. Okay. So I apologize if I interrupted. Um, yeah, I don't know that, you know, we, we talk about, and the, sh- the guys on the show talk about, you know, oh, in other sports like hockey or football, fans can wear the jerseys, but for some reason in our sport, it's not allowed. And, and you know, and we've heard this, the topic of JT and why doesn't Fly Racing or other gear companies make a Blake Baggett jersey? And then we've heard that topic and that discussion. And I think that's that's something that could sell, especially if we could quit making fun of it. Here's my thing, not that anybody cares. If I ever win a national championship at Supercross as a national, a GNCC, I'm wearing that jersey everywhere. I'm taking my number one plate and having it made into like a UFC, WWE style <laughs> belt, and I'm carrying that sucker yeah. everywhere I go. Everybody's going to know. Um, so yeah. I, but I get it, man. I mean, I see guys at the races, you know, when, walking around Dallas Supercross or whatever. I've seen get, spectators in full gear, like boots, pants, jersey. And yeah, I giggle a little bit. But um, can, I, can I interject? Of course you can. Can I interject? Yes, okay. sir. Okay, well, you know, you got the dude, the guy that makes me laugh is the dude that walks around, like, dressed up like he's in the race, you know, hoping that spectators look at him and think, oh, who's that? (laughs) That's the funny dude. But you don't know, Fowler, I got a feeling, I'm going to go with my gut, Fowler's his name, right? Yes, Walker Fowler, yep. I got a feeling that his old lady told him... You wear that jersey, that thing, it turns her on, and you wear that jersey, you're going to get something special tonight. No, he, And he, that's what he did. Well, Gringo, he said, Walker said that she told him not to wear it, and he wore it anyway. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're yeah. absolutely right. All right. Wishful and, thinking. What and, can I tell you? And that's, Tyler, where the topic of, like, I, I don't remember who said it. I've got to pull the audio here in a little bit, but somebody said, well, all quad guys, quad riders have hot chicks, and then Weege confirmed it, and I think or I think it was JT that said it, and then Weege... Oh, I said it. What do you think I about that? It. Oh, you said it. Okay. So oh, where does that yeah. come from? Like, how many quad guys do you know? Uh, I don't know about any, but all the ones I ever did know always had really hot chicks. And okay. actually, funny is that in Quebec, because um, I lived on the border of Quebec, not in Canada, and there's a lot of squad guys in Quebec. They race anything. They'll race turtles in a parking lot and sell it out. Right? <laughs> they're, they're passionate people, their uh, friends, right? So, um, yeah, they always had – there was always tons of quad riders, and every one of them had a hot chick. It was just – yeah, that's just the way it worked. That was a rule of thumb, and we just couldn't get it. <laughs> that's that's crazy. It's awesome. Hey, good for those guys. All right, let's move on to the next uh, topic. Unless you, you guys got something else? Well, yeah, right before we move on, even like coming back to this jersey thing, I know Gringo's over it. Um, <laughs> but even even like Ryan Sipes was like, you know, saying that. I mean, I've never heard anyone talk shit on Ryan Sipes or no. no he's a, he's a good guy, and for him to even comment like, like, what are you doing, buddy? Wearing your own jersey is kind of 
I mean, that should kind of say something. Yeah, but whatever. I think that's that's the point for me where it's a little silly is wearing your own jersey, um, which I just said. You know, if I won a national championship, I would wear it anyway. But. I get it, man, but it was a fun topic, and they, they put the poll up um, of what what was weirder or, or less acceptable, Walker uh, Walker Fowler wearing his own jersey or Weege wearing the fly jersey backwards, and it actually was dead even. They're both f- fully unacceptable. So that, that, that was the, the Twitter poll that I think finished today. But let's move on to uh, the third thing, which was one of Gringo's topics, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. One of the first guests of the night on the phone and always hilarious. I have no weaknesses. <laughs> no, no weaknesses. <laughs> Phil was fantastic, Gringo, uh, Gringo. But why was he? Why was he a person? A topic that you want to talk about tonight? Uh, I, you know why? First of all, I never met him before. <clears throat> believe it or not, never met him before. I met him at Tampa. And you know what I like about Phil is, you know, he basically will tell Steve, you know, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, you know, he's got that personality, and I like that. You know what I mean? Like, he don't give a shit. He ain't looking and impress nobody. So he may, he's entertaining. You know, I, I like that. He's like a regular, a regular dude. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Phil is definitely cool, man. And yeah. you know, he could take a joke. He he could he, he could be a little crude to Steve, but he could take the same shit in return and laugh about it, and he don't get uptight. You yeah, know what I mean? How oh, I like absolutely, so. Tyler. That Tyler, that's one of those guests, and I talk about this a lot on the shows. There are certain guests like an Adam Cianciarillo or a Filthy Phil who have become part of the the basically like the whack pack of the Pulp Show or the the lore of the Pulp Show. Their family, and they're just they're characters that we have learned or got to know through this show. And Filthy is one of those guys, like Gringo said, that gives it back to Steve. Doesn't take any shit. Um, very much like a Wesson Pike. Doesn't doesn't take Steve's. Will bust Steve's balls. Um, equally, but is always entertaining. You've got to deal with them uh, before. Uh, what What are your thoughts on the Filthy Phil interview? Yeah, he's he's a great interview. I mean, I've been uh, you know battling with this guy. He's, we're the same age. We've been racing together our whole lives. I mean, he's almost jumped on me from you know being on sixty fives on the big bikes. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a loose program. I mean. But you know the upstate New York guys. Um, yeah, they just it's there's charisma there, right? That's what we want. We want charisma. We want uh, you know shit talking and someone that's not afraid to uh, step out of the parameters of of regular uh, exactly. people, which is nice. Dude, I'm buff as shit at the moment. And yeah. they don't like you know Bobby K is the same way. You know these guys that you know I got to spend some time with that have uh, awesome characters, right? So it's good. Absolutely. So, and you're going to be battling them this year uh, in the 450 class, which uh, Steve had a great quote, which I disagree with, which is uh, old guys should never move down to the 250s discussing yourself and Phil in the past. But this year, 450s, you're going to be battling out. Do you see yourself getting a uh, throat slit gesture at any point? No, but I'm going to choke him out. Like I said in the show, maybe I'll choke out. Love it. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. All right. Well, when Phil was on, a topic came up that was one of the things that I, the one thing that I put on the list that I want to talk about, and that was Steve's race tech rant about the fake starts. Um, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? A number of good quotes from that that I'm actually going to pull also that I thought was great. Um, what do you think there, Gringo? You know what he's talking about. These The, the practice starts that actually become basically like race starts. Um I think on this topic, I feel like all the guys are correct. It's probably a little silly and a little dangerous. Can we can we talk about the fake starts for for, for a little bit? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, what the fuck is wrong with these guys and going off these greats in practice, Phil? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's absolutely mental. Right? You know, it's like you're not even getting any money or anything for that whole shot, but you're going in there balls to the fucking wall. If I was a manager and Chad, you're one, I would tell these guys, do not. You can do your start. Let everybody go. Do not fucking go when the gate drops. We have all this money invested in you. I don't hope somebody gets hurt, but I hope someone gets hurt. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, well, what do I think? I think that for me as a fan, it's entertaining, especially okay. when I'm there in the daytime watching these guys fuck around and check out the track and figure it out. I love it. Uh, as far as a team owner is concerned, like if I was management, I was sure. employing these guys, I'd be nervous. I wouldn't say no. But I'd be nervous about it because you know all the shit that happens every time you go into a first turn. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's the chances are pretty high your your investment getting uh, 
getting decimated or injured and not being able to bring back the return you're looking for. You know what I mean? I'd be pretty fucking pissed. But as far as a fan, I love it. So Okay, so as a fan, you love it, but seeing the business side... Do you can yeah, you, yeah. you can see where Steve's rant came from and and all the guys and I think Tyler was on board with that and Phil was definitely on board that it was stupid. Uh, do you so you see their side? You see where they're coming from and that it's it's a legit oh, yeah. gripe. And Tyler, you were in studio, so I'm going to skip that on your opinion on that one. I, I know where you're at, um, Tyler. One of your top five things you mentioned the. Uh, the handlebar setup that that came up a bunch, um, and you mentioned triple nickel, triple nickel. Yeah, I was getting ready to say you never, you got the perfect uh, bend, the five 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 triple nickel. Where where did this topic originate from? Because I don't I don't know what started it off. I missed it or something. It started off because Chad um, has been dealing with me and my my uh, handlebar issues. Like I have literally tried every single handlebar bend there ever has um, has been. I've had uh, I, I ran a certain bend for many years, and then I switch, and then you switch bikes, and then you switch bike size, and this is all you have to switch your bars around, man. Like you can't just use the same bars, and then once you switch your bars, you have to find the right position and roll, and you know, <clears throat> different people that have different riding styles. Like I ride kind of aggressive with my elbows up, so I want my bars to be straight, and and I like to have them rolled back, but I don't want them to sweep in too far. So there's like a huge scientific thing behind this all. And, um, yeah, so Chad has been listening and, and seeing, witnessing my bullshit when it comes to uh, <laughs> millimeter increments. And, yeah. And, and I would come, you know, I'm adjusting my bars, like, constantly. And then yeah, and then I actually wrote down on a napkin, um, and I left it on the desk for, for – it was a note for Paul Parabinos for when he goes in the studio next week. <laughs> um, I, I left the dimensions for triple nickel, the, the fat bar five five five. Oh, uh, I love it. I, I had about twenty people asking me when it's going to be available today, so hopefully he likes what he sees. That's awesome. I love it. Um, okay, so I want to mention a couple things before we move on. A couple of things. Um, I want to. I really was impressed with the caller Ryan who called in, and he ended up winning a set of uh, Vortex bars and was super stoked. That's how you react when you win a prize, guys. Uh, Steve has a lot of great sponsors, which you can find on PulpMexShow.com, and Vortex is one of them. And when he gives something like that away, man, I mean, I remember the first time I won something on the show, and I was so stoked, and I really thought that Ryan was a great caller and deserved that. Um, I also want to just prayers or thoughts out to Brian Moreau that was talked about a little bit. Uh, Monday night, we know what he's going through, and hopefully you know, he's going to get he's going to uh, recover, we hope. Um. All right. So, uh, Gringo, your your next topic that I have on my list, uh, Tyler, yeah, yeah. You, you were in studio for this one. So, um, what was Pookie wearing under the robe? If you guys were watching on YouTube or Facebook, inquiring minds want to know. Come yeah. on now. All right. So you don't. Pookie walked in the studio uh, in a robe. If you were watching on Facebook or YouTube Live, or if you're a little bitch. Um, we really have no way of knowing yeah. what was under the robe. But Gringo, what do you think was under the robe, and why? Why did that? Uh, I know you, man. Why did that pique your interest? Oh, bro, I, I can't even tell you what I think was under. I, I can't. Probably you know, shouldn't. I, I gotta. I, I gotta say, I respect. But uh, what, what, what was the question? What do I think was under the robe? Yeah. Or what, 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 yeah. Let's go with what do you think? <laughs> yeah, you see, you're getting me warmed up over here. What's that, Tyler? Uh, I'm just gonna go with a oh. pair of panties, and that's it, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's that's uh. You that's know, I'm going with. I mean that with love and respect. I know you do. I, I know you do. That's that's just affection right there. You know, don't don't take it the wrong way. No, I'm just saying, pink pair of panties, the old school style. Okay. Uh, I'm not into that tongue bullshit, and that's what I'm going with. <laughs> All right, I, and I'm and Pookie Pookie would not mind that question. I, I'm sure. Um, and although well, this was know, not, can I say something, can I say something yeah. about that too? Because yeah. I, I got a vent, and it is about the show. Okay. I'm not trying to go off topic. No, but, you're you know, good. I'm a little irritated. I'm a little irritated because you know you had her coming into the studio, and one of the things that I personally started enjoying, and, and I didn't even—I just got a little taste was she would come in and sit in front of that camera, and 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 look into the camera, mm-hmm. and, and if, don't tell me you weren't thinking this shit, because if you tell me you don't, I know you're bullshit. She look into the camera, it looks like she's looking right at you, <laughs> right? Sure, I'm, yeah, I hear you, and and uh, and, and and then some jerk off has to. 
uh, call, you know, whatever they did. I don't know what they they, they got to on Facebook or whatever they did and told it, you know, whatever you, they said, and then they fucked it all up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. I was just getting to appreciate that, and uh, and then some some idiot messed it up. Yes, yeah, some with masks and all kinds of shit. Somebody on YouTube said that she looked ugly, and it obviously it hurt her feelings and upset her, and kind of pissed her off. Um, and we're going to talk about that it's on. A, yeah, we're going to talk about that uh, on an upcoming episode of Hello Pookie that we'll be recording soon. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've mentioned at the intro of the show. If you got anything you want to ask Pookie, talk to Pookie about, hear her opinion about. Sit. I got something to ask. I got something to ask. Okay, you want to do I'll it? I'll tell you right now. All right, Please let's get back to in front of that camera and gaze into the camera. All right, I'm going to pass that it. Look, I'll the make gaze, sure. there's a look there. I Give will, me the look. Give I'll, me the look. I will pass that along, but if you have anything else, it, just send it to darkside uh-huh. at com, and I'll get it going. Um, Tyler, I'm not going to I'm not going to get your thoughts on that one either. I, that that was a, unless you have something you want to say. You got anything? I want to get my thoughts on this. This is huge. Okay, well, let's do it. Then I, yeah. I, I thought you might and, you be know, uncomfortable. It, I think it was just, I don't think it was a coincidence that I wear that nice, slim fit, uh, hot red Ottawa Senators uh, jersey, you know, and then she happens to come down with the robe on. I mean, have, has she ever dressed that loosely before with any of the other guests or what? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. You might be onto something. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the, I'm telling you. Yeah, looking into the camera, though, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, you think the senator senator's jersey got her kind of worked up? Maybe she had to, yeah, you know, just maybe, uh, I, you know, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. She came down with a rope. That's all I got to say. All right. Um, okay, so I, also, I know what I, I wanted to ask you about the uh, intro oh. music. What? You got something, Gringo? Oh, yeah, no, I just, rem- I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you leave that topic, mm-hmm. uh, I got an idea for the show. You know, keeping up with the motocross theme and all of that. I say when she comes down and brings the drinks, she comes down in that bikini like she did over there when they were in hey, Cabo. Cabo. Everybody drinks like a trophy, like a trophy girl, you feel me? I, I, I do feel you. No, I do, it, do, it, do it for the fans. I mean, do it for the fans. For the, for the fans. Okay. You know? the drinks down in that bathing suit <laughs> go you watch them fucking ratings go through the roof right all right now yeah. none of this was actually part of the pulp show the radio side of the show the podcast but if you're watching on youtube and facebook you know what we're talking about if you don't watch on those two things then you're missing out a period um t-dags the intro music or the not the intro music coming out of the break music you you picked a white zombie song which you said was sick, and I do love some White Zombie. Um, who picked the first song? It was a cover of When the Levee Breaks, but I don't know who that was. I think that was I think that was probably Steve, because we, we were upstairs, and um, during the, the commercial break, or maybe even Tim put it on, because we, uh, we were rushed, I remember. Um, we were, he had wings and pizza, and we went upstairs to eat, and... Uh, he came up and he's like, "Yeah, thirty seconds." And then we all had to like just push downstairs. So um, I, we didn't talk about the music. We actually talked about Matt Good a little bit before the show um, because, like, I went to a Matt Good show and I told Steve that I was gonna. I, I tried to bring a sign for Vancouver for that song that he plays, so I could take a video and send it to him, but they didn't end up playing that song. So okay, I do want to mention like Mike Emery uh, was one of the guests. He's one of the photographers at Supercross. You see his pictures all over the place. He and Cudby and uh, Rich Shepard have a website up. It's uh, alignwith.us, uh, where they're selling prints and they're go- the money's going to charity. I checked that out. There's a lot of really cool pictures on there, a lot of options. Check that out if you want to support what they're doing and, uh, and you know get a cool picture, p- cool piece of Supercross, motocross history, and the money goes to charity. Can't really beat that. Um uh, Gringo, you had a couple other topics on your list that were not really. I gave you some extras. You I gave, gave me you some extras. You gave me a couple yeah, extras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't necessarily part of the Monday show, but I, I want to give you a, a little bit of time here. You had a question for T Dags. No, well, I don't want to get you in trouble. No, I you're good. Get you in trouble. Yes, it, well, you know I mean, what I'm saying. If Steve, you could blame it on me. You could blame yeah. it on me. You know what I mean? I'm a little off. Just tell him I'm a. You know what I mean? Blame it on me. That's it, all. Fair enough. We're going to touch on a couple of them. You had a question for T-Dag, so I'm going to let you go with that. Well, what was it? Give me, remind me, because I gave you a whole list of shit. Oh, you, what was it? You asked me, <laughs> to, you said you want to know if T-Dags has gotten a treat. Oh, 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, yeah, because I heard the wrap up show uh, uh, not too long ago, mm-hmm. and I heard T T Dags on there. He t- he said he was listening to the show uh, when I was on there. Remember, guys were bitching about you. Oh yeah. And I turned around and I and I said, "What are you bitching about? It's extra. It's creep." You yeah. know what I mean? And they, he was laughing at that shit. So I was wondering if he, he obviously he knows what I mean. You know what I'm saying? He's on the same boat as me. You know, that, that's what I was talking about. You know what I mean? I'm assuming he's received the street or two himself there, if you know what I mean. I have, yeah, yeah. And you can always appreciate There you go. You see what I'm saying? Me and Tyler, man, we, we, we you know what I mean? We got a connection right through. Uh, I, I can feel it. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yes. I lo- you guys are great. I love it, man. Um, okay, and the other que- the other thing you wanted to talk about was at the, I think at the live show, the 5 o'clock show in Tampa, apparently you were behind the stage and rubbing on Steve's leg, Gringo? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, dude, I tell you, people are so uptight. I don't know what the hell is going on around here. With Everyone's so sensitive. I yeah. walked, they were doing that, what do they call that show they do in the Fan Fest when they're up there talking? Jason Thomas. It was Jason Thomas, it was Justin Brayton, it was Weege, and it was Steve. Yeah, I think it's so the fly, the fly pitch show. Okay, so I went around the back, the stage, and I snuck up behind him in, under his chair, and I started rubbing his leg. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just, you know, it was just saying hello, and he turned around and he looked down, and Jason Thomas, he saw me, I don't know, maybe he don't recognize me, but... uh you know, he looked, they turned around, they told me I was rubbing his leg. That was my way of saying, hello. Yeah. So when I turned around and walked away, you know, I heard, I, I looked around and there was, I, I don't want to guess who it was, but there was a there was a woman or two there and they were all looking like I was some kind of sexual deviant <laughs> with the dirtiest look ever. My yeah. wife is laughing. You know, you know what I mean? Because she knows the way I am. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And uh, but but I got a dirty look, like I was like I just sexually harassed somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. I can see that. I can see that, <laughs> Gringo. Not everybody thinks like you do, but you're. We love you, man. Oh man, it's, I, I look at everybody. We're all family in this shit, bro. We're right. all fucking motorcycle heads. You know what I'm saying? Sure. For moto junkies. All right, back to the Pulp Show for just a moment. Um, one more topic that I want to talk about, which I kind of mentioned earlier, T-Dags, is you know, Steve saying that the old guys shouldn't go down to the 250s. Um, Gringo, I think we've seen Chiz do it before. Uh, you know, Obviously, Tyler's done it. Um, what, what do you think? Is Steve wrong? I mean, I think – well, I'm not going to get my opinion. You, you tell me if Steve's wrong. What do, you, what do you think about Steve's thoughts on that? Because – to me, he's wrong a lot of times on stuff like this. He just gets opinionated and does not want to bend. Old guys going down doesn't work. Me, if I'm the writer, I'm going where the money's at. Whatever I could be more personally successful at. Yep. And I can make the money. You go, you follow the money. That's your job. These guys, they love to ride, but this is their job. And you got, you got, you got to make money. You know, you know what I mean. You got to put food on the table. So you go where you're going to make the money. It may not even be the most comfortable bike, but if that's what's paying, that's where you go. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's that's up to the right. I got no problem. First, me, I'm I love 250s. Uh, I got a 450. I got a 250f, but I love the 250f because an older guy like me, I'm a little stiff. I could throw that thing around. I feel like a superstar, even though I'm riding like a squid. You know what I'm saying? The 250 is a lot of fun for me. And I hear it scream. I think I'm going fast. <laughs> right. You know. But yeah, as yeah. far as a professional, as far as a professional, they go where the money's at. I, yep. I'm in full support of Davalos all those years being on a 250F. You know what I mean? If he was making money, that's what you got to do. Yeah, if there's no option on the 450, I mean, yeah, he did the right thing. All right, Tyler, well, you talked about it on the show. You responded. Um, you got second overall, is that right, this year on the 250? Yep. Yes. So clearly, Steve's opinion or his his whatever you want to call it, his uh, reasoning that it doesn't work is wrong. I mean, you got second. I'm sure you made a you know a fair amount of you know that that money that Gringo was just talking about. You you were racing and competitive. Um, yep. So you tell me why why Steve's wrong, other than those facts right there. I mean, Steve's wrong clearly. No, I get it. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to be in the premier class, but uh, let me explain my my situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a, I'm not a very big guy. I'm only 145 pounds, okay? So there's that. Um, the last two championships that I – the last two times I won, I rode the 250, I dominated both championships. Well, I'm not dominating. One year, um, there were some battles, but I won a lot, mm-hmm. right? And which in my contract, the deal was that 
you know, if I rode the 250, everything would stay the same. So all the bonuses and everything was identical. Um, nothing changed. So that was a huge thing because, you know, I was like, well, I mean, I can hop back down and, you know, like make more money. You know what I mean? Like more the percentage of me, the, the chances of me winning are, would be greater because the competition isn't as gnarly as the 450, the premier class, right? So that's why I did it. And the thing for me was the problem with me is that I hadn't even sat on a 250 since 2011. So mm. it took me quite a bit of time to readjust to that streaming the bike. Um, so that, that was that. Um, and then, you know, towards the end of the season, I got my shit together um, and I was, you know, fighting at, you know, at the, at the front of the race. Yeah. You know, so. But um, again, uh, yeah, that's just, just how it worked. It was, you know, yeah, you throw up all the money and do what you think you can do and have fun. Yeah, well, I think it clearly worked out. So again, as I said, Steve, Steve's off on that one. Um, two more things, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, a caller called in early in the show, and first thing he said is, "Hey, about the wrap-up show." And I was instantly on defense, you know, ready for the for the bashing. Oh, you told my Jason, Jason. Jason, I remember that. Jason, okay. I agree with him. Go ahead. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember his name. But he had a pretty good point. Jason, um, he said, "Hey, I, you know, I haven't been listening that long. Some of these, the characters, some of the people on the show. He mentioned Randy Richardson. He men- mentioned Moser. Doesn't really know how they got involved with the show, and that maybe I should touch on those things on some wrap-up shows. And man, I'm I'm down, dude. That's I, I like. That's what I want. I want some input. Steve didn't say no, so I'm down with that. Um, if you, Jason, if you do go back and listen, I think one of the first times I had Randy on, I did actually ask him about that, but I got no problem. So if anybody likes that idea, or if Jason, if you're listening, again, email me, darkside at pulpamex.com. Send me a list of some people that you'd like to know about, and I'll make that stuff happen um, you know, as I can. Uh, so yeah, one touch on that. I appreciate that input. Uh, last thing, this is another thing that Gringo pointed out was the story of Ellie Reed kicking Osborne out of the Reed complex. Um, never heard that story before, T Dags. Pretty damn funny. Um, I, I would like to see the look on Zacco's face. I thought that was a good story. I, I actually, I'd love to have Zacco or Ellie come on and actually talk about that. But that was a that was a new story that I would never have heard if not for the Pulp Mix show, Tyler. Yeah, exactly. I, I never heard it either. And just knowing that. Um, Zach is really a super, super nice guy, right? Yes. Like, I don't oh, yeah. think so. Like, for Ellie to freak out on her, maybe it wasn't even Zach. You know, maybe Steve was wrong, but ah, true. For, but I've never met Ellie, so I have no idea. Um, so I, I would love to hear the backstory of that, too. We should uh, stay on that. Yeah, definitely. Grigo, uh, what you, you you brought it up, so why did you love that story? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all because I doesn't you know if you if you know knowing the way Zach is, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you? Out of all the people, you know what I'm saying? He's not you know he's a nice guy like Tyler says. He's he's a, he's kind of uh, he's just a you know I don't want to say a goody too. So he's just very polite and and uh, cognizant of a lot of people around him. He's very nice. Gives you the time. I just can't. Very I, it doesn't go with his personality. Exactly. It doesn't go with his personality so i'd yeah. like to hear the backstory but there's a second part i would like to okay. go back to jason uh what jason was bringing up it's a point i'm bringing this up i'm sorry to read it go back to it but i gotta i gotta bring it out when 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 you when they have all those inside jokes or they have stories or history the guy, everybody needs to know about it like guys that ain't privy to a sport or not insiders it what it does is but you don't you don't realize is it takes regular guys like me from New York who wasn't in the middle of all the action like everybody else. I didn't live in California, blah, blah. And it endears you to these people and these stories and the riders. You get to know them a little bit. You get, and you, you, you don't even realize it, but you, you end up endearing yourself to these guys and they don't even know who to fuck you up, but you know them and you, and you back them a hundred, like with Tyler. I hear Tyler. I fucking love Tyler. I, we had a couple of uh, back and forths on the phone there, and the dude's right up my alley. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, yeah. so now I got another. I got another dude that I'm gonna that I could cheer for and follow. And uh, that's what it does. You know, you t- let us in on the stories. Let us feel it. Let me taste it. Let me smell it. You were in the strip club. This happened to him. I want to know. <laughs> I want paint the smells for me. Everything. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? I want to. 
it makes you feel like you're part of the family. You know what I'm saying? It, it only helps. It only adds to the show. I totally you know agree. What I'm saying? So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll see Zach this weekend, and probably Chad, and I'll see if I can get a little backstory on that, and maybe we can bring it up on the next wrap up show. Um, all right, before we wrap this thing up, then. Tyler, you want to do? Uh, you want to go ahead and do your tea dags after after dark? <laughs> we can. I mean, <laughs> the, the problem is it's a it's a long. There's a a couple long stories. I I, I had some serious failed attempts at uh, on my polluting uh, my virginity, and it was pretty pretty hysterical. Well, let, let's <laughs> do this. Well, very detailed. I know this is going to disappoint Gringo, but let's save it. Um, I'll talk to Steve. And if he's cool with it, we'll record that. I'll get Gringo and you back on another time, and we'll record it that way. Unless he may want to save it for the Pulp Show or something like that. I, bro, I got some stories that'll make you. That'll make you. It, it, trust me, make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. I'm out here on the highway alone, bro. I yeah. got a lot of lizards. I got you name it. I'm surrounded by the the. the uh, I mean, you want to get the files, man? Come right. and take a ride on my roller coaster. All right. Well, let's. You, know what I mean? so let's, you, should, you, should, you should do an episode where we just shoot the shit. Well, let's revisit you know that then. Let's talk. Let me talk to Steve. Make sure he's okay with that, and we'll revisit it. You guys good with that? Yeah. Me, me, Randy, and Tyler get okay. us in there, and let's let's get, throw down some yeah. dirt. Because it's some. So it's it's actually hysterical. Like it's ridiculous to be honest. But, well, that's uh, a, yeah. It's a good cliffhanger. So let's thank the sponsors. Exactly. Yeah. Let's thank the sponsors again, Michelin Bicycle Tires, Guts Racing, and Motorsport.com. Uh, and obviously, I've, I always say, go to uh, PulpMXShow.com, click on the sponsor links. All those sponsors that support us, Kiefer After Dark, uh, you know, that were part of the Jason Thomas' show, which I think that's just fly, but all the sponsors that help all the shows on the Pulp Network, man, they're, they're just great people. They're great companies. Go support them. Use the discount codes. But other than that, uh, I think for this show, this is a wrap. Uh, Tyler and Gringo, thank you very much. Already? What are we doing? What are we doing? Wrapping it up, bro. We just didn't start. I got, yeah, I got a, I got, oh. a couple, I got a couple more questions for Gringo, actually. Okay, well, let's keep going then. Oh shit! All right, oh, let's, let's keep going. I'm down. Roll oh. it, Tyler. Come on, come on. We'll, we'll what you got? stuff for later. But did you like before? Did you ever listen? Because every time I hear you, I. Instantly, like, smile because they, you know the voice and stuff. It sounds like you remind me of Jerky Boy. You ever used to listen to that back in the day? And you, you know what? Recently, I've heard of him back in the day, uh, but I'm gonna say in the let you know since the Pulp and Max thing as of late, I've had a couple of people send me like links and stuff, and that's what they say, Jerky Boy. So I looked it up, and the guys are hilarious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to me, to me, when I talk, I don't think I sound. You know, I I sound normal. I'm used to myself. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But it's when people point it out. You know, it's like holy shit. So yeah, this, my wife says I sound. You know, everyone points it out. I don't notice it. <laughs> it's a little bit like Frank Rizzo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, one, go on YouTube and go Jerky uh-huh. Boy, um, Jeopardy. There's a Jeopardy one where he is trying to get the guy calls in. He posts a, a classified ad for to call in to try out for game shows. This one guy wants uh-huh. to go uh, Jeopardy, and they just and the guy goes on and yells at him about Alex Trebek punching him in the face for <laughs> commercial break. <laughs> Uh, that one. All right. What else you got, Tyler? I'll check it out. You got another question for Gringo? No, no. We'll save, we'll save all the questions for later. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. Hey, hey. And by the way, we, by the way, before we end this thing here, real quick, I just want to say when we talk about Pookie or whatever, I mean that with love. You know, I don't. I don't like uh, when dudes call up and they and they and it. That's cruel. You know what I'm saying? Or well, whoever it is, that's they're just jealous. Yeah. So you know, she's. Just, you know what I'm saying? That's. Uh, I, I I support her being in front of that camera all day long. You know what I'm saying? So I just. That's all. I don't. I don't mean it to be disrespectful. I just wanted to know. And Tyler, by the way, you got to keep her, bro. I say I, I. I went on. I checked you out, bro. I'm like, damn. You you got to keep her right there. Yeah. I did good. That's for sure. Yeah. I say that. With, I say that with respect, bro. You got to keep her right there. Yeah. I think. And you, you two. Uh, 
You too, dog. Yep. Sorry. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, I think anybody I'm that... a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> I know you are. Forgive me. I think anybody that anybody that's been listening to the show or that knows you a little bit knows that it's out of respect and uh, as meant as a compliment. And I don't think yeah, exactly. I, I know Pookie just a little. But I don't believe for a second she would be offended. So I think she would. Uh, oh, I hope not. I, no. I hope not. That would, that would crush. That would no. crush me. No, I'm sure. No. I, I don't think she would. All right. We're going to wrap this thing up tonight, and we will try to revisit that stuff. I will text Steve shortly. And if you guys uh, want to hear that, anybody that's listening to this, send an email to Steve. Tell him you want to hear the, the you know, you want to hear the T-Dags, Gringo, Randy Richardson, After Dark-ish. I don't want to steal Kiefer's thing, but you know what's up. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming on tonight, both of you. Okay, man. All right. Appreciate it. All right, that's a wrap. See ya. All right, I got a couple special guests on here to talk about the quad guy jersey situation. A couple quad riders. I got my producer, DJ TJ, who is an ex-quad rider. What's up, TJ? Well, I'm just um, interested to talk about this for just a few minutes. Yeah, we're going to make it fairly quick. But also, uh, James Vidmar, which is at Quad Quad 76 on Instagram, so clearly he's another quad guy. <laughs> What's up, James? How's it going, Dark Side? I'm glad that uh, I could be here today to talk about this. Yeah, you, you reached out to me, said you wanted to be the official uh, Pulpamex wrap-up show, Moto X-Pod show quad guy, um, and that's fine. We TJ does not deserve any kind of... Uh, status like that so here we go um you guys heard the show uh the quad guy uh you know the the quad champion wore his number one jersey uh at tampa around the pits and you know we know in the industry of moto it's a little bit of a faux pas to be wearing your uh, any jersey in the pits tj get your thoughts um you know, obviously, Mathis, pretty much everybody agreed it was a no-no. It really came down to what was worse, what he did or what Weege did. Um, do you agree, TJ, that it's a no-no? Here, here's the issue where I stand at it. Uh, so, you're going to give me your opinion. Ago, huh? You're going to give me your opinion, aren't you? No, okay, hold on. Well, ask the question. I won't give my opinion. I was just going to say, put it this way, is what, I mean... Two weeks ago, I got a fourth place overall in fantasy, and I would not shut up about it. <laughs> if I had a number one jersey that I earned, I would never take it off. So I'm, as far as that goes, yeah, I would wear it all the time. Okay, so you don't agree with Steve and Weege, uh, Bet, and, and, and Chris Betts, yes. JT. You don't agree with any of those guys? Because and I'm giving my reason why, and and so I'm not giving my opinion, just my reason for my for okay. me not agreeing with them because I would just never take it off. Okay, um, James, what do you think, man? Are quad guys? Is there a different rule in the quad world? First of all, no, I don't think so. But I think you've got to look at it that Walker Fowler is a four-time CNCC Pro Quad champion, which I think carries some weight, and it's interesting. That Steve says, and I've heard him say it on the show many times, you know, if he had as many championships as, say, Skip Norfolk or something like that, he would let everyone know. Yes. I think he's famous that he would tell Pookie that every time he could. So, a little bit of hypocrisy here. I would have liked to have seen Fowler wearing it if he was there for autograph signing or an appearance for Yamaha, something like that. Yeah, I don't really understand, and we've talked to T-Dags and Gringo about this uh, on the main show a little bit ago, but I don't really understand the whole St. Jude's thing because he kept saying, you know, he did it for St. Jude's and his nephew, I believe, but then he didn't give the jersey to St. Jude's. As far as I know, anyway, that may maybe he did after all, but I did. I thought that was kind of a weak um, reason, if unless it's true. But TJ, like you said, I mean, I'm on board, dude. If I win a Supercross championship, I, I mean, I'm putting my number one plate on a belt like a UFC fighter and carrying that sucker everywhere. Because um, believe it, <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay, so both of you guys have rode quads. Uh, you know, what about the the hot chick? Quad guys have hot chicks stereotype that was thrown out. I don't know anything about the quad world, James. You know, I got to say that uh, I think it. it it shows that we got a lot of respect amongst the motor guys for everybody to say that. Okay, but is it true? I, I got a beautiful wife, so what am I supposed to say? <laughs> there you I mean, go. All right, of course. <laughs> and I got to agree with TJ. I'm the same way. I got a beautiful wife, so I, I yeah. think it's true. 
Right. Okay. Well, TJ's a total nerd. I know the guy. So, I mean, I don't know if that's all quad guys or if that's just TJ. Um, but you, okay. So both of you basically are saying they're wrong. If you were to win a national championship, you're wearing that Jersey. It's okay. Here's a question for you. Would they act this way if it would have been any other, I guess you'd call it like championship guy, you know, talking yes. about like any other sport oh. or, or, or like, uh, if, 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 um, if James Stewart would have showed up with a number with one of his number one jerseys on, they wouldn't have said this. It's only okay. because of the quad guy. Well, I think our sport has a different set of rules for some reason. If uh, well, I don't know, man. You know, if if Eli Manning or Peyton Manning or or whoever, whatever, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, who just won the Super Bowl, was walking around wearing his own jersey. I think he might get made fun of a little bit. But I do feel like I'm making an opinion here. If the greatest of all time, uh, Michael Jordan, is walking around and wearing his jersey, I ain't saying shit. Uh, you know, um, James Stewart, I think, can do whatever he wants. I think maybe maybe a different rule for him. Is, but, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Our moto industry, we just make fun of it, and that's just the way it is. Whether I don't, I, I don't know. I think, I, I think they're, as far as our industry goes – JT and Steve are right, but I maybe it'd be nice if we could change that. I, I don't know, man. Wearing your own jersey though is still weird. I'm not. I'm not going to walk around wearing a shirt that says Dark Side. Uh, but anyway, TJ, I know you like to wear shirts that say Dark Side. But anyway, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Really, man. That's. I just wanted a quick opinion is um of on that since you were the quad experts that I, the only two quad riders I know. Sounds good, man. All right, thanks. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on. And, and I would have liked to see him wear a team shirt. I do agree with, with uh, Steve and JT and all that. Yeah. A team shirt probably would have been more appropriate. Totally agree. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up and get back to the wrap-up show. Thanks. Why would you want to re-talk about the Pulp Show? Yeah, man.